It's the 8 for 52 podcast. Hi, this is Potters. G'day, Bushy here. And Bushy, we are in episode 13 of the 8 for 52 podcast. Yeah, into the third over. And I've heard, I've seen on Instagram, we're bringing in like a young, fiery Mitchell Johnson when he's got his mow on and he's going to go real nuclear in this episode and, and it's going to be a big one. Well, we've got a few topics we need to discuss, I think, that need to be put on the table and we're going to put them on the table and we're going to discuss them and there's nothing wrong with that. You mentioned Insta. Yeah, there was a little post on Insta during the week. It was a good one. And you can DM us at Insta of course, as many, many people do. Younger Victor Kerr reached out and he got his cooking channel shouted out. That's still going very well, actually. What about email? You can get us on email. What's that, Bushy? Uh, podcast 852 at iCloud.com. Listeners. Well, listeners all over the globe. What have we got this week? Well, I want to talk about Council Bluffs, Iowa. Why do you want to talk about Council Bluffs, Iowa? Well, for some reason... Council Plus Iowa is our second highest rating city on the planet after Hong Kong. On the planet? On the planet. Well, Council Bluffs Iowa is right on the border of Iowa, right next door, effectively part of Omaha in Nebraska. Okay, these are two places I don't know. I know that it's well, they're very basically vast. They're basically connected, right? It's, it's vast out, out, out places of, yeah. of, of America. Now, Omaha, Nebraska is most famous for Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett. So I reckon Warren Buffett and the Berkshire crew might be big on the 8 for 52 podcast. The biggest company in the world. Okay. There's thousands of employees of Berkshire Hathaway in Omaha, Nebraska. I reckon they're pinging off. So I reckon so, it's not Council Bluffs. So I reckon it's Omaha, Nebraska. So every, every, every Friday morning at um, Berkshire Hathaway, um, the employees are being forced to sit down and listen to the podcast? Is I, that I, think? I think that's possible. I think it's possible. I'm not saying it's definite. I'm saying it's possible. The other thing is, Omaha, there's a university there which has a very strong cricket team. Well, I feel like that might be the real reason, Botters. Yes, but a lot of those cricketers probably work at Berkshire because everyone in Omaha does. Uh, well, so well, I'm linking it back to well, Buffett. So, so, so the Council Bluffs, Iowa people go across the border to play cricket? Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's like a five-minute drive. That's like, fantastic. It's like going from Kowloon to Hong Kong Island. Well, there you go. Well, thank you to everyone in Council Bluffs, Iowa, for listening in. And anyone out there in Council Bluffs or Omaha, give us a DM. DM us on Insta or e- reach out on email. We would love to hear from you, and we'll, uh, we'll get in a conversation give you a shout-out. We've got all last week's games covered, of course, Bushy and the outs and ins. And then we've got the ins and outs. What have we got? Saturday Div 1, Saturday Div 2, plus the opening matches in the... Gencore Premier League. I'm going to talk about that a little bit soon. There, there's something else coming up in uh, ins and outs this week. What's that? Well, there's a uh, there's a debut in Cricket Hong Kong this week, putting on the whites for oh, a game God. on Friday into the FML. I'm, which lo- I, I'm looking at the new whites down there. Uh, we'll have a so, chat about that later. Yes, we'll, be, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it in ins and outs. Yeah, and going from like one of the worst cricketers in the world <laughs> to one of the best cricketers in the world, certainly in the associate world. We've got my story this week, and it's a very special one with Hong Kong legend Bubba Hyatt. Really which, nice chat, isn't it? It's fantastic, and people say Bubba doesn't talk, and he's a very quiet man when you first meet him, but he's a great interview, and that's coming up later in the show. It is, and then we've got Sky Plaza Road, of course, with the focus on the women's internationals, which wrapped up at HKCC, and that was tremendous. Bushy, you were up there. I was up it. there for the whole lot. I was exhausted by the end of it, as I'm sure the Hong Kong China team was. We'll wrap all that up, and I'll let you know who won if you didn't know already. Let's, um, let's have a little bit of a chat about Premier League, Bushy. Here we go. The pinnacle of cricket in men's cricket in Hong Kong, or what it really is, which is just a revamped Sunday League Division 1. Um, 
it gets underway on the weekend. Not that you'd have any idea, because I've seen absolutely zero promotion about it. I've seen a whole heap of socials, stuff on socials, on, on all the women's stuff, on All-Stars and the internationals, and rightly so, okay? But we're recording this on Wednesday night. I haven't seen anything promoting the Premier League, the so-called pinnacle of men's cricket in Hong Kong, which is really just a revamped Sunday League Division 1. I'm calling Premier League this Sunday mm. at Mission Road. I don't know what the both teams are. I know Pakistan's playing, but I don't know who they're playing. Well, I'll tell you who they're playing. USRC, right? There you go. And the only reason I know is because I'm a cricket nuffy and go on Crick HQ, right? But there's been zero promotion of the Premier League. Mm. I, I don't know. What, what is going on? I mean, you've got USRC, PACC. That's one game. You've got HKCC versus LSW, the other game. And this is what got me thinking about this deeply, right? We touched on it with, um, with Simon Willis, but... Last weekend was a Sunday League game, Division 1, LSW versus HKCC, right? And it was an absolute flogging, right? An absolute trouncing. And now, seven days later, they're playing against each other, exactly the same teams. It might be one or two changes, that's it, under a Premier League banner. Now, to me, that makes zero sense, Bushy. Absolutely zero sense. I hear you. We can do things better than that, surely. I mean, we've got two comps with the same teams. Now, USRC, I'll grant you, okay? They've got two teams in the Sunday League Division 1. They'll mix players up a little bit. KCC, a little bit. You'll have a Tiki Bala Mo Khan coming up into the Premier League team. But essentially, it's the same competition, right? The domestic scene has got to improve, okay? Men's cricket, let's, let's be honest about this, right? We made the T20 World Cup back in 2014 and haven't made one since, right? We lost one day international status in 2018, right? And we touch on it with Baba, trying to get it back over the course of the next three years. I mean, yeah, there's been some highlights on the way through. We've made Asia Cups and we've lost games when we've been there. We lost that big game in the 50-over one where Nizakat and Anchi went crazy and we nearly got there. But it's underperformed at the men's level. We know now that we've got a great coach in charge, okay? There's no doubt about that. But the domestic game has got to be improved and I just don't see the current structure is going to lead to optimal outcomes for the men's team in Hong Kong, right? So what are you going to do? Ditch Premier League in its current format. It goes, right? It becomes a non-club tournament, right? You want a comp that's focused on bringing the best out of the current national players and bring on the next generation as well. I mean, look at... You, you think about the Scorpions and you think about HKCC. There's a, there's a chance that Kinshit Shah might not bat all year, okay? When you've got Martin, Anchi, Nazakat, you've got Shiv Matu who might not bat, get the exposure that he should, Kinshit, Raghapur... I mean, it's not right. I don't blame... It's nothing to do with the players, right? There's no problem the players playing with the big clubs. That's what they should be doing. But it's the structure of the comp that needs changing. Sunday Elite Division 1 should become the pinnacle of club cricket. Then you put in another comp above that, which is Premier League, which is five teams. You've already got three teams in the Kowloon Lions, the New Territory Tigers, and whatever the other one is, the Islanders, right? Mm -hmm. You make up two other teams, the Harbour whatever, mm. Lantau, whatever, Lizards, right? So you say get 60 players and split them up. Have a big draft at the start of the season. Have a night That'd out. That'd be cool. Right? Have a, have a night out. Have a draft, right, where you've got, you've got five teams, possibly four teams, but I would say five teams. Five, I like five. Twelve players in each. You have a massive draft night, right, where you have, like on a system, you've got a... Each club takes their turn to pick players throughout the evening, right? You've got a maximum of four national players per team. You must pick two under-19s players, okay, in your 12. You must pick two. 
You then have three aged between 19 and 22 that need to be picked. And then you've got a big pot of players, of non-national squad members. They make up the other three players, right? And all players who are not selected in that first part of the draft, they go into that big pot. And if there's injuries, etc., then you pick a player out of that pot to fill in for your 12, right? Then at the end of that tournament, you've, you've got, okay, you've crashed Premier League, so you know you've got enough ground space and everything for it, right? No problem at all. Then at the end of it, you pick the two best teams. Then you have an all-star sitting above the Premier League where they play three games or five games or whatever it might be against each other. That has got to be a far superior model for the betterment of the game than what we currently have now. Objection, Your Honour. Well, go ahead. Not from me, but I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. Obviously, KCC and HKCC are going to hate this idea. Why? Because at the moment, they're going to dominate. How's that helped them and helped their game in Hong Kong? How does it? They're two different questions. For the first one, how does it help them? They get more... Uh, bragging rights and put more silverware in the cupboard. How does it help the domestic cricket and national cricket? There is well, not an answer. Wh- I'll tell you what, if Kowloon Cricket Club and Hong Kong Cricket Club, if their number one priority in their cricket section is not for the good of the game in Hong Kong, then we've got a massive problem and the game's going to continue to go backwards. Full stop. Yeah, agreed. Full stop. So if there is resistance there, it's got to be overcome in some way and I don't believe that there would be resistance there. I honestly don't. I think they'll be on board 100%. Well, with Premier League coming in, that shuts down Sunday League, basically. So the no, it doesn't shut down Sunday so League. So you're saying you play Sunday League and Premier League at Absolutely. the same time? Sunday League is the pinnacle of club cricket. It becomes the pinnacle of club cricket. But then how do the players that are in Sunday League play Premier? It's on different days, like it is now. All you do is just... You've already got your yeah, five yeah, teams. Yeah, so, so what I'm saying is that you're going to not schedule Sunday on a Premier League weekend. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Carry exactly. on. Exactly. And when, then what about... What about the crowds? Why, why, why don't we get a few hundred people? Why, why can't we get a few hundred people to Premier League games? Right? Why can't we? Make it family friendly. Like, do something. Put a bouncy castle on. Bit of food, bit of drink. Put a ground announcer on. Loud music. Put some tents up. Give, ten, a, give away prizes. Ten people down there would be good at the yeah. moment. Well, Nobody watches it. Why not two, three, four hundred, right? Give away prizes, right? Put some activities on for the kids, some meet and greets, do some promotion. No one even knows Premier League's on this weekend at the moment, right? Doesn't even know it's on. Why not get some flyers going in key spots? Advertise in schools, right? Get the kids down there. Get the kids wanting to go to the game. You go to the Premier League games here on Sunday League, where are all the kids from HKCC or KCC or any other clubs? Why aren't they down watching the men play? Aspiring. They're not, right? Cricket Hong Kong needs to advertise this game. And get out and promote it. And I say, why not Why not start this for the T20 Premier League in 2024? Collapse it now. Change it. Change it. Get moving on it. Get it done. I can't see that happening. Why not? I'm just saying. I'm just saying I can't see it happening. Why not? I'm well, not in charge. You can't yell at me. Well, who is in charge? I mean, you've got the, the board up there. I don't know what they talk about in their board meetings, right? Because there's no minutes. They release publicly. Why don't they release their minutes publicly? What they're talking about? Are they talking about this? Hopefully, they are talking about this. I have no idea what they talk about because you don't know what they talk about. Is there a bigger priority from a men's perspective? I don't think so. We want to get back that one-day international status. We want to be winning games. We need to be bringing on the next generation of cricketers and giving the current crop the best chance. And it's, got to, it's just got to get done sooner rather than later. So why not make it the T20 this season? 
sitting around and procrastinate for another 12 months about it or do nothing. What do you reckon? I think you've got a very good point. All right. We'll see what happens. So you're in? I'm not uh, committing to it. No, neither has it got any influence over it exactly. at all. Exactly. But... I well, like it. Well, I want to hear I from... Cer- I certainly like the T20 Premier going into that format. Yeah, why not? So get it... What's the views of the listeners? DM us on Insta or email us at podcast852 at iCloud.com. This is the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. We're going to get on with the show, Bushy. <laughs> we very much better get on with the Let's show. Let's get on with the show. It's time for Outs and Ends. A full wrap of senior cricket games in Hong Kong from last weekend. Here's Bodders. Outs and Ends, Bushy. Six games last weekend. There was no Sunday Division 2. Um... Before we get stuck in, we'll do Saturday Division 2 first. What about that wonderful system called Crick HQ? How yeah, that's coming along? Yeah, we're recording this Wednesday evening, and Crick HQ has been dead all day. We can't find tables. We can't find leaderboards. You can't even find what... That's why I'm saying about the Premier League. I don't know who Pack was playing because I couldn't find it on Crick HQ. Yeah, well, it should be advertised somewhere else rather than Crick HQ, but we already covered that in the opener. Um... Yeah, well, I, lucky I did some work last night on this because I got all the uh, results. Lucky. But I've got no, we've got no tables for most divisions. We do for Saturday Div 2. Anyway, let's get into it. Saturday Div 2, Saracens Witherers up at HKCC. We both tipped the Witherers and, well, weren't we correct? Well, this was just the mother of all floggings. Witherers batted first and open with Siggy and Charlie Bright. Ziggy gets seven. Now, Charlie... I apologise. We don't know you on the podcast. We don't know a lot about you, and you didn't play last season. But in season 2020-21, Charlie batted three times for 11 runs. The season earlier, averaged 27. In 14, 15, and 15, 16, they were great seasons with a few hundreds. Well, welcome back, Charlie Bright. 140 not out off, 123, 17 fours, no sixes, leading Witherers to four for 208. Saracens, impotent. One batter in double figures with Malhavora, 23, and they were rolled for 55. Yeah, shocking from the Saracens there. Charlie Bright, though, oh, he, must be, he must be old school. He's up at HKCC. He gets 123 without a six, so he's hit them all along the carpet. Just fantastic. Well that, done, Charlie Bright. Well done, Witherers. Yeah, well done. Well done to all, except for the Saracens. Yeah, LSW leaders, LSW Thunder, the big in-house clash out of GDB. Both of us tipped the leaders in this one. Their season's been superb. Thunder batted first, and young Neil Patwa led the way, opening with 51, ably supported by Praveen Kumar with 43, and the Thunder were all out for 165. It took down to number nine to top score for the leaders. Gary on 29, and the leaders were rolled for 151, a huge win for the Thunder. Yeah, that went against us. We tipped the leaders there, and that was it for Saturday Div 2. Batting leaderboards absolutely unchanged. Yaksan Rajan from HKU, he's still top with 220. Chris Ryan back up into the top three, 213. Hamad Mohammed Khan from USSA Tigers, he holds on to third with 198. He's averaging 66. Bowling leaderboard, Vishnu Patharasathari from Kaitak remains on top with 12 wickets with Ash, Ash, Asad Ashfak, actually, from the Lancers. 
Uh, Sangaranga jumps up to third from the leaders with 11 wickets. What about the table in Div 2? Bush, you're getting advanced now. Yeah, Lancers on top, four wins, one loss, eight points. Then four teams on seven points. It's HKU, HKCC Witherers, USRC Tigers and Kaitak on six points. It's the LSW leaders and Little Saiwan Thunder. On four points, the Indian Club Suryas, two teams on three points. It's Laguna Gully and Centaurs. Two points for the Saracens and CCC Hung C yet to register a point. That's looking a really good table and now it's quite advanced. Most teams have played five or six games and uh, could go right down to the wire as far as promotion is concerned. That's excellent. Off to uh, Saturday Div 1 where we had Lama playing Jingsung up at PKVR Park. We both tipped Lama. Lama batting first and Heathcote, he was in the runs again once again. 47 and a 33 not out from Zahir Dari leads Lama to 6 for 149 and that shouldn't be enough at PKVR. Well, turns out it was as Jingsung again underachieved. Craig Johnstone, a patient 39, did his best to hold it together but got no support and they fell 15 short on 134 with wickets in hand. They were 7 down. Yeah, yeah, 7 down. I mean, PKVR, you should be chasing that down but they weren't. Lama, another victory, right? Fantastic. On to Crusaders Yodders. This was down at KCC. Crusaders joined as Jingsung on the path to relegation with another loss here. Anchor Vashishtar with 111 not out. And Shelton J. De Cruz dominate the Crusaders. And the Yodders finish 6 for 223. Crusaders, after being 2 for 2, recovered well to mitigate further damage to net run rate with 20s and 30s in the middle order to Lamsung, Hogg, Modi and Canton. Saw them to get to 154 and lose by 69. We both picked the Yodders, but you know how the Crusaders season is going when Bodders is picking against the Crusaders. Yeah, well, I got that one right, unfortunately, for the Crusaders. Leaderboards we're not going to do because Crick HQ doesn't work and the table we're struggling with. Yep. Gap Ramblers? I don't even know what division we're in. Gap Ramblers are top. Crusaders and Jingsung are down the <laughs> That's bottom. About all I and everyone else is in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You, you, pretty much the same as last week with a few changes. Exactly. We'll update you next week if Crick HQ has ever got revived. Sunday Division 1, or is it the Premier League? I'm not sure what you want to call it. It was on last <laughs> weekend. Whatever you want to call it, I suppose. It had the Templars, of course. They flogged USRC. 46 for Jamie Atkinson. 77 for Bubba. Wacky chipped in with 51. And Jay got 31. Not out, actually, and the Templars were 7 for 263, Bushy. Uh, Bubba got 77. Uh, we went back and watched that video. Um, it seemed like Bubba might have... Are you referring, Bushy, to the first ball Bubba faced? Possibly the first delivery. Now, this is very contentious. Uh, actually, should we talk about it after I give the result? But we'll, no, no, we'll do it right now. No, do it right now. So that caused a bit of a, bit of a fight would you say, in the middle? Uh, I'm not sure if it was a fight. I wasn't out there. I was just watching on the TV, and it certainly was a discussion. There was a discussion. And I've, for uh, at least four minutes. Uh, at least, and it, and it went on. It didn't stop there. It might have started there, but it went on all game. The video isn't great for the, re the decision of not out. Um, look, let's just say the broadcast from KCC is excellent. The quality of the footage is not as good as watching um, the World Cup on TV, okay? Granted. 
I think the footage was good enough to show that um, I, I just thought it must have been a bump ball. I thought the same thing. You said, what happened with Barber on the first delivery? I went back after working up the hill for the internationals, watched it, and I went, oh, bump ball. Yeah. Must be bump I, ball. Had to, That's had the to only reason back. the umpires have walked away. Yeah. It's carried, great great it's diving catch. catch it's Beautiful catch. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for everyone involved, camera two at KCC was down, so camera one was working, so you could actually see the catch clear as day. Yeah. Well, look, clear as day. I'm, I'm not saying it was caught. I'm just saying you could see the action of the catch clear as day. The impression was that it was caught. Anyway, he got, what did he get? 77. So, yep. well, about a bubba. Didn't matter in the end, though, because they lost by a lot more than that. Shahid Wasif uh, got uh, 29. Akbar Khan tried hard with 37, but there were no match and lost by 128 anyway. All out for 135 and 30, so in the end, didn't make a difference. Uh, you oh. can't wait for the rematch. No, there's going to be a rematch in the Premier League, you know, the <laughs> same as the Sunday League. Very exciting. Oh, and then we had, we had a ripper in Sunday League or Premier League, whichever you want to call it. The, pre, the prelim to the, the Premier League, they play again. So th this is going to feature in the ins and outs as well as the outs and ins. Mm. But uh, the Scorpions played LSW, and it was just a total mismatch up at... Mission Road, Scorpion, 6 for 327. Martin, 45. Anchi, 85. Nizakat, 142 not out. LSW were all out for 147. Good to see Cat back in the runs. Almost scored as much as Little So What in total. Yeah, he was five short. He was not out. So if he kept going, he would have got more than LSW. He got 142. LSW got 147. And how good is it? It's on again this weekend. Right? Same teams go ahead under the Premier League banner. Question? Yeah. Where was Essan? I don't know. Don't know. Saving don't know. himself for Premier League? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I mean, he might have made some difference into that uh, shellacking. Uh, he wasn't playing up at the hill. Uh, at, sorry, at Mission Road. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Martin, 45. Anchi, 85. The Cat. 142 not out. A smashing win for the Scorpions, and we'll come to it again in the ins and outs. We're not going to do any leaderboard because Crick HQ's down. We're not going to do any table. Well, I just all I know, before it went down, I checked, and Templars are top of the table because they haven't lost a game. Well, Pakistan Association were top last week because they played like yep. se seven games, yep. and, and but Scorpions have played three. Templars have now moved to the top of the table okay. with that win. Okay, very good. Anyway, that's it for outs and ends. Hopefully Crick HQ will get back up. We'll do it all next week. It's time for ins and outs with all the weekend senior games covered. Here's Butters. Ins and outs, Bushy. Big games this weekend. Saturday, Div 1, Div 2, Sunday, Div 2, and of course, Premier League. Let's kick it off with. Why don't we kick off Saturday, Div 1? Tartars versus the LSW Sky Warriors out at Mission Road this one. Huge game. It is indeed. It's going to be a big game, but I am going to pick the Tartars in this one. All right, you're a Tartar. I'm going to go the Sky Warriors. Well, I'm mixing it up. I reckon they can win that out there. Mission Road, anything can happen. Gap Ramblers, red-hot favourites to take the title. They're up against USS, USRC Lions, who are going very well. Gap Ramblers, at home. All right. I'm on the Lions. <laughs> Coming off a week where we picked the same and got... 90% right. Now we're going opposites. Anyway. I, I like that USRC team. Yeah, it's good, but I still think Gap Ramblers are in. That's it for Div 1. Div 2, Centaurs HKU. GDB. Yeah, out of GDB. Saturday afternoon. What do you reckon? HKU. Yeah, I'm with them as well. I think they'll win that. HKU for both of us. 
Lancers, SCC Lancers, LSW leaders, well, PKVR. Lancers are top of the table. Leaders losing the derby last derby last week against the Thunder. Uh, you got to pick the Lancers, surely. Yeah, I'm with the Lancers as well. I think there'll be back-to-back -back losses for the leaders there. Uh, Sunday, Div 2, big one, KCC. HKCC Optimist up against the KCC Infidels. Man, that's an Optimus home game at KCC. Do yeah. we have any reason? Oh, because the Premier Pre League's Premier up Premier League, yes, that's been shifted. Um, but the Premier League game isn't a HKCC home game. Anyway, it's the Optimist versus the Infidels at KCC, so Infidels going to win that one. It'll be broadcast, this one. It'll be broadcast. It'll be videoed. Uh, it would depend if the commentator opposite me will turn up. There, Look, I guarantee you there will be some commentary. It just won't be starting from 10 a.m. It'll kick in when the commentator arrives. You can take that up with a T-Kick Bell who's sitting next to us. If he doesn't get his coverage of his, like, he gets a hat trick and you're not down there calling it, it's all on you. Look, look, look. I've got commitments, right? I've got commitments. <laughs> I'm a very busy man. I'm quite important. I am, I am busy important. calling Premier League, so it's not my problem, as you like to say. Uh, this is entirely on you. You turn up when you like, that's fine. No, no, uh, that's exactly what I will do. I, will, I won't turn up when I like. I will turn up when I can. Okay, and, but In, you are picking the Infidels. Infidels will win that. Yeah, they'll win that for sure. Uh, Premier League kickoff, USRC versus PACC out at Mission Road on Sunday morning. Now, we just got some, uh, a little bit of information. We refresh our memory from last season. Mm. But one of the USRC players will be playing for PACC because it's Premier League. Anas Khan. Anas Khan will be playing for PACC on top of that, the rest of the superstars that they have at PACC. Uh, but it's going to be a good game. Uh, USRC will have Gaz. They'll have Imran. It's going to be fun. I'm calling that game, in fact. 9.20 start. I will be there. Hang on. So we're, we're going head-to-head -head rivals on the weekend? Yep. Oh, this is good. Who's going to, who's going to outrate who? Well, for the first half, it'll be me because you won't even be there. No, the afternoon will be botters. Uh, we'll see. You're on, you're on YouTube. I think I'm on Facebook. I'll go, I'll go around the grounds. I'll go around the grounds. <laughs> uh, I'll go around the Premier League grounds. You're tipping PACC. Oh, yeah, I'm tipping of course you PACC. Are. Yeah, so am I. So am I in that one. They'll win that. Um, then up the hill, LSW versus HKCC. Their first two, their first Premier League games of the season, of course, round one. Yeah, like... HKCC getting a home game for an away game. Yeah, well, that's normal. Yeah, that, that KCC I and HKCC will play all their games there. Yeah. yeah. Who's going to win that? I mean, LSW lost by a thousand last weekend in the mm. Sunday. What is it? Elite Division One. Can they turn it around in the Premier League? Uh, uh, only I think if Essan is playing. He didn't play last week. If he plays this week, they might be a chance if he can rip through the top the the top five. But there's no way in the world I'm picking against HKCC Premier in that game at home. LSW, zero chance. HKCC will win that easy. That is it this week for Ins and Outs. It's time for my story. Where the elites of cricket in Hong Kong tell us their story. All right, a very special My Story this week where we have the one, the only, Bubba Hyatt. Hello, Bubba. Hello, and thanks for having me here. Mate, thank you for giving up your time for joining us on the 8 for 52 podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Now, we call this episode My Story 
where we might like to hear, as it says, your story. So can you share with us where did the love of cricket, where did you first get involved in cricket? What's your background? Obviously, as you know, that I have born in Pakistan, so I used to play table cricket in back in Pakistan, you know, so that was my passion as uh, all the, you can say, in Asia, cricket is, they think like their first love, you know, so we I used to play table cricket and my dad used to live here for like 30, 40 years and then back in 2007 when I came to Hong Kong, I never, before that I never played with the hardball so it was a new experience for me so coming here back in 2007 so how, how old were you there 2007 i think i was 15, 15 16 okay. yeah when okay. i came to hong kong yeah when did, when did you pick up the tape ball back in pakistan how old were the, like like generally when you could start walking or was it in primary school or no i if i remember when i was around 10 11 so it it's not i've not started when i was very young you know so when i was 10 11 i used to play in my village with my friends you know so this is how it started and then i never know i never knew that one day i'm going to be playing for hong kong that was actually i didn't came here for the cricket actually you know i came here to help my family back home to work and then the things happened with me i cannot believe and you know wow wow so you came here as a 15 year old boy Obviously, wh- wh- where did you go to school? You would have enrolled in school? Yeah, I've studied in uh, government school back in Taiwan called Islamic Qasim Tute Memorial College. So I've studied there for like four years. So Actually, I've started playing cricket uh, in school here in Hong Kong for the first time with the hardball, you know. And then, what if you know Azaz Khan, right? Yeah, so he, no, of course. So I met him for the first time and then I was playing in the school, you know. So I was still playing table in the ground and then I remember... I faced the first ball I hit for a six and then second ball went for a six and then third ball <laughs> went for a six as well and then fourth one I got out, went outside the ground and then it was out if the ball is going outside of the, uh, the school. So. <laughs> so, so you hit it too big, six and out. Yeah, so I have three sixes and then as Az uh, told one of my cousin who used to play with me back in Pakistan as well, he was here as well, so he have told him that I need this guy for the club cricket in four under 17 so this is how i started playing cricket so under 17s is the first time you join a club here in hong kong after you've hit four sixes in your out in your first outing at school which club did you join as under so 17? yeah under 17 i played for pakistan club yep. for the first time yeah so i think uh, we won that league very easily because we have like Azaz, my, myself i was playing for the first time i just slogging everything you know so I didn't know the technique and everything so it was coming out very nicely at that time that's fantastic was was any of the other current Pakistan Association players playing with you back in under 17 or was it just you and Azaz no it was me and Azaz only so I will give credit to Azaz Khan he have you know sure he's the one he is the one who have given given me the opportunity you know he he, he, he saw you hit four sixes in school and said i need this boy in my team yeah he said that i need this boy for under 17 club cricket and then that's tremendous so from under 17s i'm sure you scored a stack of runs in that what was your progress through to the national type setup from there yeah obviously as i said i was not planning to come here and play cricket you know Mm. it was not in my mind actually and then i as i said i came here to support my family but you know, from under 17, he took me to the Sunday League. I used to have, I played Sunday League for Pakistan club, like two, three games I opened for them. And then, you know, they have like 
they had a very strong side back then in back in 2007 or 8 so all the like seven to eight national players they have at that time you know so they were on tour so i got an opportunity to play at number 3 you know so i've scored in the first two games and then everybody back from the national duties and then i didn't get the opportunity to play so i was getting opportunity at number 8 and 9 so i was looking for a club who can give me more opportunity to bat out top of the order so then i i've changed my club i so i've start playing for vagabonds yeah so i used to bat number 3 or 4 so i've scored a lot of runs that in that year i've i got player of the year i've took around 21 wickets and scored like 800 900 runs so decent, yeah decent year yeah, yeah what is decent year yeah. and then I've got selected for under 19 as well for Hong Kong. I was training with them for the whole time when they were here. So I was firstly selected for the I think it was before the World Cup. They played under 19 World Cup in Canada. Yeah. So I've selected for that but my time period was not 4 years so I couldn't go at that time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so you were Vagabonds and then after Vagabonds you went to where? So I've played one season for KCC. Yeah. Yeah, I've played one season for KCC and then and then back to Pakistan back, Association. Back to Pakistan Club, yeah. And then back to KCC where you're at, where, where we are sitting today, of course. Yeah, yeah, back to KCC and in between that I've, I remember back in 2011 or 12. I don't remember the year now but 2011 or 12 when I got selected in the Sixers trial. Yeah. You know, that was my you can say first move of playing for the Hong Kong, you know. So I've got retired in all the games and that was the opportunity I got it in the Sixers for the first time and then from there I start playing for Hong Kong. Really so my first tour was in uh Nepal actually. Yeah, March 2014 you've made your T20 international debut. No, 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 before that uh, I've made my debut back in 2011 in Nepal in oh, December. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At at that time we didn't have that T20I. Oh, it wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it became, yeah, <laughs> became an official T20. Yeah, became an official T20 in March yeah. 2014. Right, right. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, you you got a couple of records that ne- can never be taken away from you, Bubba. You were the first player to score a hundred for Hong Kong in a T20 international. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did that against against Oman. I remember that. I still see that kind of videos, bef- my videos before I go to bat every time. You know, so just get my. you know confidence back you so know so you, you you watch some of your old videos during the week before your games before is that what you say yeah i do watch uh, my videos previously videos i have all the videos i watch them and then that's what i put in my mind and then that give me confidence you know to bat and then i remember my first hundred i was they scored around 170 plus and then it was coming off nicely but wherever i was hitting it was coming middle of the bat Unfortunately we lost the game but I think yeah that was first hundred yeah we've actually got a pretty young demographic that listens to this podcast a lot so I think that's great advice for all yeah. the young players out there in Hong Kong who are aspiring to be bubba higher you know bubba sits down and watches his videos of himself so it's just important to build that confidence and see what you're doing well going in another record you've got bubba first player to score 200 against PNG yeah So uh, yeah I was uh, I think captain at that time when I scored 200 against PNG it was very hot we were playing in Sharjah and it was very hot and the ball was actually if I remember we cut them out, out early in the cuz uh, we have great uh, spinners and then we got them out early and then 
I got the opportunity. I was batting well. We lost a couple of early wickets, and she we lost and she and all these guys early. And then I, I remember I was on 140 or something when we were nine down, and then I scored 62 of the last wicket and then Tan- who, who, who was, oh, up, who was up the other end who, who was the, t- the the 11th player that Tanvir Ahmed was oh, with yeah? me and I have scored 62 runs and he was still on zero he didn't score any <laughs> runs so I've scored but, 60 but he gets a pat on the back for sticking around so yeah. you can get your 200 so if I, the moment I scored 200 the next over first ball he got out so <laughs> yeah it was good I think he helped me a lot to get that 200 I Two, two, 240 yeah. not out it was yeah. absolutely fantastic now you mentioned that was when you were captain you did spend a short time as captain but then handed over the reins and she took over after you how did that all come about you were captain then you weren't captain I think when I started I was really enjoying my captaincy you know and then the, the time goes on I was feeling a bit of you know pressure and all that and then looking at the field and you know, all the players and everything that was coming in my mind most of the time, you know. So I just wanted to play my cricket and just wanted to relax my mind. And then I wanted to perform well for Hong Kong. So that's come in in my mind. And then I just wanted to stay away from it for a little bit. And, you know, so I thought of it, this is the right time to just give away my captaincy and focus on my cricket for long, if I want to play for longer. i tell you what, again, Bushy, that's another great piece of advice for young cricketers out there is self-awareness. Um, self-awareness and and having the courage that takes a great deal of courage I would say to to walk in and say look you've given me the captaincy I'm proud to have it but I think I'm a better player without it and I think that takes a lot of courage and I think you know again there's a lot to learn for young people yeah I feel like it's better to just focus on my cricket rather than doing captaincy and then all these things you know so I just wanted to stay focused on my cricket that's about it you then after that you decided you made yourself unavailable for Hong Kong for a period of time and then and then came back in made yourself available again do you think that time out do you think this, that's helped you to today as far as refreshing yourself is concerned reinvigorating your passion yeah I think I was out for like three four years in between and then I think actually I was you know sometimes you get tired of doing same thing again and again you know so I think I was a bit of, you know, in that mind of said that I just wanted to take a break from cricket, you know. But I think I took around six, seven months and then I've decided to come back. But because of the COVID, we didn't have any tours. So I yeah. generally got back after six, seven months yeah. back in the setup, you know. But that three years, I think that I missed my three years that that was my you can say my peak time was going on at that time you know right. so i still miss the, those three years but because of the covid we miss all the cricket and everything and then i think yeah i wanted to take a break for like from cricket for a bit and then freshen up freshen up my mind you know and so get, got back into it i just noticed it was 2019 you went across to canada to play in that global t20 do you still have a desire if 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 selected to participate in any of those T20 type tournaments around the world? Yeah, I remember um, I can tell you my story about the franchise league, you know. Yeah. So I've got picked in T10 for the first time and Robin Singh was our coach and he have picked me for the T10. Uh, so I've played alongside Ian Morgan, Pollard and all these guys. I didn't get opportunity to play in playing 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 11, but I was in the squad yep. for so it was a great opportunity and great learning for me, you know, sitting next to the, what you like dreaming of, 
the players you know meeting them so i was very excited and then my first opportunity was in back in 2019 as you said uh, for the global t20 where i i think i got my opportunity i remember i was facing you know, i don't remember his name he used to do the signing of after getting a wicket he used to sign for his like celebration right was yeah. signing yeah yeah signing his name yeah. he was from west indies so i still remember when i was batting so I, we had like two overs left when i went to bat and then first ball i first ball i hit it and went to long on and then polard was fielding i, I was batting with andrew russ wow. so polard did, did that that he gave us away so there was only single and then he just threw his, the ball away so they can take two right yeah. so andrew russ came to me i remember still remember he came to me that he did it on purposely because he don't want me to be on strike oh. so the next ball i faced i hit him outside of the ground <laughs> for six runs so that was i still remember that and then i think i did well i got one of man of the match there brilliant so i think i played with chris gale lewis was there i think when did dustin was there from south africa yeah, so brilliant. we had a very good team and then we become champion as well oh wow fantastic What a great experience. Speaking of big innings that you do at the end of the innings, just recently you were in Nepal and there was a UAE game in the warm-up. I think you came out at 15.1 overs and you faced about 18 balls and hit 60, was it? How was that day? Yeah, I think the platform was very set for me. You know, Martin batted brilliantly, scored 80-something and then there was only five overs left and then that was in my mind just because we have... A, like eight wickets in our hand so i was hitting it and it was coming nicely and i i was happy that at the same time i was the guy who have scored the fastest 50 for hong kong you yeah. know it was coming off very nicely and it was a t20i actually it was not a practice game so yeah yeah, yeah it was the warm up to the the, the world right, cup right, 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 yeah, yeah. And, and like you said you got the the record of the fastest 50 i can't see how that's going to be beat it was it was nah. like 16 15 balls or something yeah around that yeah another record there's just three records we yeah, know yeah, of straight just, away just, so. just just a laundry list from baba of records for hong yeah, kong yeah i'm still missing my odi 100 so that's my you know other goal to now we have a uh, well, well, speak, speaking of that you've got the opportunity that is one of the strategic goals of course is yeah. to get back the ODI status yeah. so the challenge league will get underway during the course of 2024 sometime are you looking forward to that the next phase of this cycle where the opportunity is at the end of it one day international status so yeah this is uh, where we are building up to now i think for the world cricket league b you know so our main target is to get that ODI status back you know so that will be our main target So I think we are looking forward and think we are in a good shape we working hard uh, on our you know weaknesses and everything so I think we will still have a bit of 3 4 months in between and then we have 2 3 home series coming up yeah. and we are very excited about it and then looking forward for it and then hopefully our main target is to that get back that ODI status back and then hopefully I could get my 100 you know absolutely absolutely now I mean we're all looking very very much forward to it now one other thing when we commentate it used to be big baba hyatt's coming to the wicket but you're not so big anymore you're still tall you're incredibly fit now you have have you been working on your fitness in the the, the over covid and into this year of 2023 Yeah I remember because in covid I was not doing any cricket or any stuff so I've gained a lot of weight I went over 100 kg and then 
my plan was to just reduce my weight to get to somewhere I was before. So, yeah, obviously I've, in COVID, I have really worked hard. I used to run like 10 to 12K like every second day, you know. So, wow. And no doing idea. the gym and everything, you know, I used to do 5K like we have that main like we have a testing you know so we have to get 5k under 23 minutes yep. so uh, at the start it was very difficult once i was doing it i think i got it to at the same that uh, the time was like i got it to 22 something so i think i was there but it, i think it's with my body i need to keep doing things you know because i if i eat then i gain weight you yeah, know so i have yeah. to keep working hard and keep myself fitter for as long so I won't I can play for longer you know so. good on you that's fantastic well in that last series the fielding from you was exceptional you were just yeah. a speedster in the outfield and then the running between wickets was the best I've ever seen yeah. because your fitness is so good now yeah obviously this is what we're doing my main target is to just get fitter and then make sure whenever I go onto the field for even the club for Hong Kong I think I should give my 100%. Even though if I bat, if I don't score runs, my target is to save some runs in the field, you know. So that even if I save one run, that could make a difference oh, in no. the game, you know. Oh, so yeah. if I don't do well with the bat, but make sure my I do something in the field that could could be a match-winning match thing, you know. So that's my always in my mind that if I don't bat well, then I do something in the field. Yeah, it's brilliant. Again, really important. I mean... You say that you only missed out on the um, on the semi-finals in the recent tournament by three runs, right? So yeah. I mean, what you say is right. You save two, you save a boundary, turn a four into a two. It can be it can be the difference, right? Yeah, it can be different. Yeah. Now it's recently happened with us. We lost because of the three runs, you know. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, that's right. Um, just focusing on on club cricket, Premier League's coming up, starting very soon. You're looking forward to that. Yeah, we had a so our first game is a two-day game against HKCC. So we're looking forward to it. We had a good night session with the Red Bull today. So we are looking forward. I think it will always have a great game with HKCC. And then looking forward, they had a very good ball inside. I think it will, it's going to be a very great game. Yeah, they're pretty strong on paper as far as their batting lineup is concerned with Martin and Mazakat and Archie. Yeah, they are very strong. Yeah, they are top order is as you mentioned Martin Mazakat and. And she, so I think they have recently scored. Nizaka got 100 and then she back to back 50s. Yeah, yeah, so I think they are in good shape. But I think with the Azaz now fit, I think we have a bit of a bowling advantage advantage as well with the Teak and Jay. I think we have a very solid bowling lineup as well. And a home ground advantage for this year. For the yeah. two-day game. For yeah, the two-day right, game. We'll right. be calling it down here, won't we, Bodders? We will. We will indeed. It'll be live. One, on of, the, one of the other things, Bush, you mentioned before, some of the observations we make in commentary and whether it's uh, whether we're calling you live or watching on telly I quite often comment you seem to be so relaxed whether whether you are batting or whether you're just in a zone this relaxed zone is that right is that how you feel when you're out there well this is what I am I used to be like this uh, before as well so I just keep I just keep the thing simple and calm and cool you know I just don't think about anything else like whatever I'm doing just my main focus is to just keep myself as calm as possible to just focus on what I'm doing. So I think that's helping me a lot. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. I, I always say when, when you seem at the most relaxed is when you perform your best. Yeah, right. It right. always looks like to me. Baba Hyatt, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us on the 8 for 52 podcast. From, from the boy who arrived as a 15-year-old and went to school and hit three sixes, the fourth one, you're out. 
to having just a tremendous career, one of the best batters in associate cricket for a long, long time, let alone one of the biggest hitters in associate cricket. Um, we wish you all the very best for the coming club season, but also importantly for the national going forward. And uh, all the very best. And thanks Thank again you for so joining much. us. Thank you so much for having thanks, us. Thanks, Not Thank at you. all. Thanks, Thank Baba. Sky Plaza Road, you heard the plane, you know what that means, it's internationals. Now there's no one been travelling out of Hong Kong, but there was plenty of women coming into Hong Kong bushy for the internationals. And what a great series we had up there at HKCC. Correct, I would expect by now that perhaps Tanzania, Nepal and Japan have departed Hong Kong. I can't confirm that, but we had the big quadrangular series up at HKCC between Hong Kong, China uh, Tanzania, Nepal and Japan and it was a fantastic five days, four days of cricket plus a rest day. Uh, there was lots of action, there was lots of excitement, there was two sets of hat-tricks, both going to Hong Kong, China. Carrie Chan and Ikra was that? Yeah, Ikra yeah. Sahar. Uh, firstly, Carrie got a hat-trick which uh, became her second hat-trick and the first woman in T20Is to get two hat-tricks. Wow, that's awesome. Then Ikra got one. And she was on our... She was on our uh, A52 podcast, of course. Oh, yep, you, you can listen claim, back. Claiming her performance. Yep, but, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Episode 12, go back and have a listen after this one. And then, just to outdo them all, Mariko Hill goes gets a five for her, Michelle, in uh, the uh, the final. Five for two. Yeah. So, wow, so you've had two hat-tricks, Mariko's five for Unbelievable. How many runs has Mariko scored in international T20s now. Oh, we're not supposed to go there because uh, the the commentator's curse came into effect. Well, what happened? What happened? Uh, no, I'm not going to go in there. I'm not. Gonna, we're not going to go there. But just just 997 runs. I understand she scored. What what she score in that going into the final? She scored 997. Yeah. Yep. How many did she get in the last one? Uh, you can check it all out on ESPN Crick Info. Um, Bit of a Don Bradman scenario when he went to the yeah, wicket, needed four to average 100 in Test cricket. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> in that Fifa, not only was By there. By the way, she got a golden duck in that last game uh, and oh, stopped short of a thousand runs. Sorry, Bushy, you were saying. Uh, in that Fifa, there was also a run out. So the six wickets fell in 10. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So she was on a hat trick and that was a run out. Oh and then and then she got a heap more wickets, and then didn't 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 inspire with the bat, but it didn't really matter. She had 111 runs for the tournament already, yeah. and Natasha Miles going into the final had not been dismissed. Like we went into Hong Kong, China went into the final against Tanzania, and had only lost two wickets. Wow! So there was a whole team outside of Natasha Miles. Uh, Mariko Hill and Shansin Shazad that actually had never been out to the middle yeah, in this international. Yeah, yeah. And, well, in the end, they all had to come out there because we lost Pfeiffer, but we chased down Tanzania's total in the final over, mind you. Elisa Hubbard sweeping a beautiful four. Just textbook. On the, on the pad, round the corner, four runs to win, and Hong Kong, China, the good guys win the uh, Hong Kong Women's T20I Series 2023. I did listen to that. The commentator was calling it on that last ball. Got very, very excited. Slightly over the so, A little perhaps, bit over the top, maybe? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit excited. It had yeah. been a long four days of commentary. I'd called eight days of uh, eight games. They of would have heard the commentator down at Happy Valley, I reckon. Absolutely, I'm pretty sure Lisa Hubbard out there. <laughs> that's for sure. No, but what a tremendous tournament it was, and um, so much to take away for the Hong Kong women out of that. And Andy Cottam's doing a great job, of course, coaching, and they're just 
They've come out and performed. Tanzania, a very strong team, right? Tanzania ranked higher than Hong Kong. Yeah. Tanzania ranked 19, Hong Kong 22. Yeah. Imagine how strong that team for Hong Kong China is now when Betty Chan can't get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just I'd flabbergasted. Yeah. No, it's, um, it's really good. I mean, they're heading in the right direction. It's just fantastic and wonderful that they could wrap it all up in the last over. I think that's it for Sky Plaza Road. We've got no men's. I mean, going to have plenty in the new year and I'm really looking mm. forward to it. But that might be the end for Sky Plaza Road for the year, I think, for 2023. Uh, yeah, could be, actually. Could be. Well, we might find something to talk unless about. Somebody, unless somebody's just visiting, coming down to watch some Premier League cricket. We just might interview a tourist or something <laughs> in Sky Plaza Road next week. Okay. Yeah, all right. That's it for this week. Sky Plaza Road might be back next week. And now it's time for Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. It's my favourite time of the week, Bushy. <laughs> Bushy's birthday bonanza. I just snortled. Yeah. What do we got? What do we got? What do we I got? I've got one this week. All right, one. One, one, one on my list. Yep, one. Uh, on Saturday, 25th of November. Yep. Uh, let's see. Turning 27. 27. Good age. From KCC. Cowley Cricket Club. Daniel Bukhari. Ah. Recently moved across from the Infidels to the Templars in the Sunday League. He's uh, 27. That's fantastic. And uh, there's one other player uh, who this week is making their uh, Cricket Hong Kong debut in the Friday Masters League. His birthday is on Saturday as well, same day as Daniel Bakari. First, Crick HQ actually gets up and running again. The name will be entered into the system tomorrow, making a debut and turning... 49 on Saturday. It's very, very old to be making a debut. Very who, old. Who the hell are we talking about here, Bushy? Uh, one, one, one Aaron Bush. Aaron Bush, happy birthday. Oh, well, thank you, mate. It was Saturday. Yeah, I, I'll play my first game of uh, cricket in Hong Kong, and then I'll have a so birthday. So you're going to spend your 49th birthday in hospital. Uh, or an ice bath, yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm 12th man at the moment, so I shouldn't do too much damage. Mate, the odds... You are guaranteed one of those first 11 will not show up. I know, And you're right? in the 11. Yeah. This is why it's called the FML League. So this is Friday uh, Masters League. This was Sheroy. Yeah, he's not playing. Oh, okay. Uh, but, yeah, nobody told me what FML stood for, so I just assumed it stood for what FML stands for for anybody else on the planet. Yeah. But apparently it's Friday Masters League. Friday Masters but, League. But for me, especially after, if I have to play, yeah. it will be my life league. I um, I we might need a little bleep there. But, uh, <laughs> when um, you know, I used to live in a street called Braga Circuit, right? Mm. And um, we set up a a group of all our friends, and the group was called BBC, right? The Botfield Braga Circuit. Okay. And I had absolutely no idea <laughs> what BBC uh, uh, means colloquially on the internet. Hello, so, brothers. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we figured that out. So, yeah, and get in all sorts of trouble. FML, BBC. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Or BBB, Bushy's birthday bonanza. We've had a ripper, and he's given a birthday message to himself. Well, happy birthday, know. Bushy. That is outstanding. Happy birthday. Stay safe on Friday when you make your debut. And happy birthday for Danielle as well. Absolutely, indeed, indeed. That's it for Bushy's birthday bonanza. A special one this week. 
This is Jason Loy from the CHK Dragons, and you're listening to the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. Oh, another big 8 for 52 podcast, episode 13, Bodders. Yeah, it was, it was. It was a good one. I enjoyed it, and I'm really looking forward are to it. Are, are, are you feeling like relaxed, cleansed, got it out of your system, that big just, intro? I was just about to say, I'm really looking forward to the new T20 Premier League <laughs> in the new year. I'm sure that'll be brought in. We've got five teams, the Kowloon Lions, the New Territory Tigers, the Harbour, what are we going to call the Harbour team? The Harbour Heroes? I'm not sure. Lantau Lizards, something like that. But it's going to be a great tournament. Are you going to be in charge of this then? No, I'm if not If Cricket Hong Kong say, uh, Bodders, your idea, take it over and get it done. Are you up for the challenge? Oh, definitely do the night. I'll tell you what, with the night, with that... Um the draft that we're having, okay, the player draft that we're having, we, we should... <laughs> which which we, we, we might be having. No, we're having. Okay. Um, we should double that up with the awards night because that awards night is one of the most boring nights I've ever been to and that lady hosting it, right? Oh, you just, you can't stop yourself, can you? No, you started terrible. on fire and you're going out just, with a bang. Just terrible, right? Okay. Get rid of her, right? Okay. Have a few presentations, then go straight into the draft. Have all the players there, the family, bloody everything. It'll be a huge night. It'll be fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be sometime in mid-January, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep you posted on the 8 for 52 looking podcast. For, looking forward to the new revamped Premier League. And we also... Did a big wrap of the women's internationals. No more internationals for 2023 for the Hong Kong, China, men's or women's team. But we went out with a bang with a win. Uh, congratulations to the to the women on that. Seriously, it was uh, excellent. You mentioned a bushy Tanzania ranked higher, but we got over the top of them in the last over in the final. And that tremendous. Uh, really tremendous. They should be super proud of themselves. And speaking of internationals and international players, we had Big Baba Hyatt in my story. How good was he? He's great. Lands here, 15, hits four sixes over the school boundary, and before you know it, he's, he's got a career in cricket. It was just really, really good to hear from him. Yep, big 8 for 52 podcast, but it's coming to an end. We'll have another big one next week. Getting on our way towards the Christmas break, Bottas. Yeah, well, we, we, we've got to figure out the dates, but we will be taking a little bit of a break. I think we've got three episodes left, okay. if I'm counting correctly. All right, well, this is 13. We'll have 14 next week, and off we go for there. This is the 8 for 52 podcast. Remember, if you've hung in this long, you need to DM us on Insta, especially if you're over there in Council Bluffs, Iowa, or Omaha, Nebraska. 8 for 52 podcast, Bushy. We are done for episode 13. See ya. Hello. Good morning. The 8 for 52 theme song is The Coin Toss from the band The Duckworth Lewis Method. Find them on Apple iTunes and YouTube and download that song and all their other cricket-related music. The 8 for 52 podcast is edited, produced and published by Matt Botfield and Aaron Bush. For Trip Ahead Limited, copyright 2023.